Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in. Just stop for a second there. I did have to remind myself what the day was. Oh, it all blends together sometimes. Welcome into the PH Next Rising Podcast. It's your boy, Max Simpson. And I'm joined by a man who did not hit his Europa League parlay, Mr. Owen Evans. Well, I didn't bet on the Europa Woo! League. So yeah, all I'm hearing is you didn't hit it because you didn't bet on it. But um, I did and I won the money. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Beers oh yeah! Beers are on Max this weekend. Well, no, don't you turn this yeah, on. Yeah, he's, he's won these bets, so beers uh, are on Max. Yeah, yeah. If you can find me, if you can find me in person, sure. Beers on me. There you go. Oh God! There we go. Yeah, of Jacob, course. clip that one, please. That's, wait, no, 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 no. That is for, this is going no, for all over social media. No, 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 he's valid. buying your beers at the game on Saturday. Valid. Congratulations, no, no, no. everybody. Oh. Well done. You found the cash cow. <laughs> Shoot, uh, can't wait to go incognito. Um, anyway, appreciate everyone joining us in the chat. Already seeing uh, Mikey on the comment of this reminder to not take betting advice from one Owen Evans. Very smart man. I clearly did not. That's why I won my money. Devin, nice to see you. Of course, it is the... He bets on the front of shares. Yes, sponsors. of course. It is the OJ and Simpson show. Love to see it, Devin. Thank you for that. Pat, of course, O told us, o told us to put all our money on sack. Now my kids can't go to college. What are you doing, man? You're preventing kids from going to college you should be ashamed of yourself you, you don't care about the kids all right owen just said f them kids apparently harry in the chat all right on the way to PH, phx appreciate you harry reese of course sir got you there but hey i'll i can spend all day talking about the accolades for myself but we got a lot to talk to probably should move on here um you know rising owen i'm not sure if you're familiar but we do have a match on Saturday. Really, Max? We do. We do. Thank you, Producer Jacob. I don't think anyone heard Producer Jacob, or if you did, you probably tuned him out, but he said, absolutely, Max, you're a very smart man. We do have a match on Saturday. Um, It is against Hartford Athletic, and, you know, really, if there was a game where you see on the schedule and you're like, man, you know, Rising had not a great performance against Tampa Bay Rowdies. If only there were an opponent to bounce back against, I think you'd draw a pretty darn good one if you're facing Hartford. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, you look at the teams that have struggled this year overall. I'd say Hartford, one of them, the other one big time is Detroit. Yep. The difference here is, is that Hartford are conceding a lot of goals. Detroit oh, are not. Hemorrhaging goals. And I think that's the that's the difference here is that Phoenix Rising has been struggling in front of goal. You wouldn't want to face Detroit because Detroit would possibly keep a clean sheet against you. Draw nil-nil. They're not really going to threaten you. Mm-mm. But... The difference here is that Hartford are hemorrhaging goals at the moment. Yeah, it is not ideal. I mean, right now, just to give you guys a little bit of context, Hartford is tied for the worst goal differential in the league with Orange County. They have 
the let's see joint worst record in the league uh worst in the east for sure they sit at five points after eight matches played and they also have given up the second most amount of goals second only to birmingham legion which is just so weird and if that doesn't just tell you how absolutely backwards topsy-turvy this season has been Harford athletic it tells you this league is nuts this league is utterly nuts Harford athletic bottom of the east with 17 goals conceded Birmingham Legion 18 goals um, conceded they are second in the east make it make sense you can't you're making it make sense you can't you can't make it make sense but there we have it Hartford the second most goals conceded in the league Mm. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully that carries over. And again, Rising really could use that kind of attacking performance. It's something that I think they just have, like we keep on saying, I feel every single Thursday or every single um, show right before this is my, or before the game is my word, man. Like there's just such a lack of consistency. And I think you have to like, if you have any opponent, especially when you're at home, knowing how Ryzen has played, at home, how they have ridden their undefeated, their unbeaten streak. That has to make you feel good, especially when you see this team. You never want to take anyone lightly, but at least it means you got to go on the front foot. And that doesn't just mean from a possession standpoint, my word, take some shots, push up into the attacking third, actually have some sustained pressure on what you're doing and like vary it up a bit because like this is the opponent to do it. You got to do something in the final third. Yeah. And, and Juan's actually said, you know, some of that, um, Actually, you know what? Let's actually listen to that. Let's listen to what Juan had to say about the focus this week in training. For this week, we have focused a lot on um, the things that we need to improve, but also on the things that we're doing well. And also finding the ability to make sure that we can measure progress where it is needed. And we've been working a lot on the final third and being able to sustain possession in the opponent's half, but with uh, being very dynamic with movements and, and aggressive runs and and, uh, and playing balls behind the opposition's back line. So that's something that we want to look for in, uh, in the game on Saturday, especially playing at home. And um, the guys have responded very well to that. So little by little, I, I, I see the group keeps growing. Um, I obviously, like I said before, disappointed about the result last week, but uh, but the, this group is is very strong mentally. They understand the responsibility that we have, and I'm looking forward to see how they're going to bounce back. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's varying up the approach. It is making those runs in behind. It's getting more out of not just your forwards, but your an entire your entire team as a whole. And that comes from all different levels. You really have to vary up the approach, especially what we have seen, or rather, what we haven't seen after these past couple of matches. I mean, I see Mike in the chat. If you're a forward, move. If you're if move. You, move. If you're if move. you if you are if you are in an attacking position, like make runs off the ball. It's the little things that we just haven't seen a lot of consistency from. Yeah, I think that's something that look, when we we talk about rising, we talk about that last game and I know we were speaking about the fact that look, they took more crosses in that game than than they had in the previous two combined. Um, mm. Somebody actually asked one about and he said that, look, it was um, not really necessarily in the game plan. That's not really what they plan to do. But at the same time, you know, they get into those positions. You can't afford to only have one guy in there, two guys in there. He, he admitted that, yeah, they weren't having people in the right spaces, the right number of people in there to challenge for mm. those kind of crosses. And so that causes problems. Look, you've got to be better prepared. Uh, will Uzo be back? I'm not expecting it, uh, BJ, in there. Um, 
it's possible, but I, I, well, I haven't been told no specifically, but I'm not mm-hmm. expecting him to be back. Um, I'm not expecting Mo to be available, to be honest, either um, for this game. So, oh. yeah, Rising's really, again, back down to bare bones as ever. Um, and we'll have to see how they come out in the way that they've got. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, at least there's some good news. Is hope that uh, Gabby, that... Uh, that Emmy could be back in training as of next week. Emmy Quajo still out. Um, that one concerning, mm-hmm. I think, by just how how much that's turned into a longer-term injury. But, um, yeah. Yeah, well, and, and I'm also seeing this in the chat, right? Pat brings up a point. I don't care about possession in the attacking half. How about working on finishing in the final half? And I, I do agree with him that, like, hey, it is about the finishing. But the point about possession is... We have seen this team dominate possession, but it's in the wrong areas. He says they don't care about possession in the attacking half. I argue it's rarely in that final attacking third. The possession is usually anywhere from the midway line to across the back deep in their in their own half. You need to get the shots, yes, and work on finishing, but that only comes from getting more chances in your attacking third, putting the defense under pressure consistently, and that will lead to more shots, which should help with the finishing. Listen, if you are getting a sniff of three, four, five shots a game. That's not good enough. That's what we saw from this team last match, that we saw them not take a shot in the last half hour. If you have that, I understand you have to work on your finishing. Maybe you only get a certain handful of chances, but your odds of winning and scoring dramatically improve if you keep that possession high up the pitch and you're able to actually turn it into attacking chances. So to me, it's not a case of one or the other. It's both, and that starts from building up in your attacking press. I will say there's one other question there about uh, Trejo, Danny Trejo, healthy enough to start. I'll say this. I have no concerns about Danny Trejo's fitness at this point. So... I have no concerns about Danny Trejo's fitness. No, and I think, and I think you know it's tough where he couldn't make the difference on the score sheet in their last match against Tampa Rowdies. But I mean, even the movement stuff, you know, he, the he entire, put the ball in the back of the net. He, he was did, just offside. He did yes, the yes. I mean, listen, the entire team again was off from an attacking standpoint. He certainly wasn't at his best, but like, I did not see any indication of like why he wouldn't be healthy enough to start no, uh, at, at no. the least place no, role, I, I, but I, I have think no reason to believe I, he, he won't start I imagine he well won't. he won't be fit enough to start the next game right exactly yeah well it's going to be it's going to be interesting how they um, how they bounce back we talked a bit you know on tuesday and really it seems like every single show about the attack again it's no surprise it's this one the thing that kind of got needs to be shored up a bit or at least kind of talk about is the performance against Tampa Bay Rowdies really it was in the defense something that we haven't seen. Is there anything you saw kind of thinking further where that can improve upon? And are there any worry signs against um, against this team in Hartford, especially given that, you know, we'll talk a bit about a bit. They have quite a bit of speed. They do have speed. Um, yeah. Prince Sadie mm. is going to be that speedy guy. We should probably talk about him a bit. We will. We will. No, of course. And I mean, I think it's something where, especially the type of way that they play, it very much is a bunch of, you know, I would say it's a lot of build up in the half spaces, a bunch of guys who, listen, they have a guy who has speed, um, Prince Sadie, eight matches, uh, four goals, three assists, uh, you know, no doing, not doing as much as he can to help with that uh, goal differential, but my word, he can put on the afterburners when needed. And this team really does like, 
it seems like they're able and very comfortable playing in the middle of the or the middle third of the field, but really they use those outsides uh, often yeah. in the wingers. Yeah, they do, they do, and so I think from Phoenix Rising's perspective, there's also just got to be that bit of awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, we still didn't concede a headed goal last game. Um, yeah. If they're going to use wide areas, just don't give them an opportunity to to find someone in the area. Yeah. Just don't. You've got to stick with your man. You've got to mark tightly. You've got to be smart in those moments um, because we saw, in the, again, in that last game, you don't do that early on. It was, what, 10 minutes into the game? Yeah. Not even quite that. Yeah. You lose a guy in the area, you're done for. Absolutely. I'm seeing BJ's comment. Gallardo will have to have a good match then. You know, it's something where uh, he has been, I guess, in the last show on Tuesday, he was apparently a little bit under fire by some of the chat that he needs to have a more consistent performance. Um, You know, I think it's something where regardless on whether he's starting or what kind of difference he's playing, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But I think uh, it we also have to see right on uh, based on really how he is fitness wise, for sure. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, you know, especially seeing how people have to make a difference. It's uh, really telling how we can make a difference. How oh, no. our friends Ad-man's can make a difference again. in what we do. And that's oh. thank you to our friends at OG's Brands. You know, I'm not sure if you uh, have heard of them, but you know, people like to say that, you know, sometimes a mixed bag is uh, not really a good thing. Well, I like to say a mixed bag is quite good because they have their new creams and fruits. That's right. The He's fruits in his element have right watermelon, now. peach, and apple. Look and then the, the creams have blackberries face. and cream, orange, uh, orange creamsicle, and peaches and cream. That's right. My man Snoop Doggy Dog likes peaches and cream. He's going to love the OGs. So check out OGs at OGEEZbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. And oh, by the way, Coming out with the new pink lemonade flavor, June 21st, first day of summer. What up? Oh, yes. Thank Don't you so much. Encourage I'm him so in creative. The oh, thank He's you. Not. Let's highlight that He's on screen. Not. I can't wait. We're going to clip this. Oh, man. It's going to go everywhere. It might be my pinned tweet now. Who knows? But I absolutely love it. And yes, we think we love our friends at OG's Brands. I guess when I'm so creative, I guess you might say I'm peaking just like our friends at Four Peaks. Here we go, baby. Check out our friends at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks so Pub on Instagram. They have mm. all kinds of great things going on. This is actually the end of their Teachers Appreciation Week. It started earlier this week. It it goes through tomorrow. Thank you, teacher. And nominate them to win grants. Four Peaks swag and a grand prize of a custom makeover of their teacher's lounge at their school. I'm not saying that beer helps the schools, but I'm also not, not saying that. So go to fourpeaksforteachers.org to nominate a teacher or to donate, help the kids, drink some beer, all that stuff. But of course, you must be 21 years or older to drink four pleaks responsibly. I'm just sitting here wondering Ooh. how much Jacob will shout at me if I just yank the XLR out. Of I don't know. Mic, I, he's kind of he's kind of gone both ways. He's giving you me a he's giving a face a. Is the Jacob face like? Mm. It's the classic soft smile that I'm famous for. Really, it's like you yeah. don't know if it's if I'm if I'm about to go crazy on you. Or if I'm actually just kind. I've honestly seen both sides, and it really is quite uh, quite telling. But hey, uh, gosh. Well, you know, speaking of <laughs> speaking of not of of you know definitely a differentiating performance. Not always knowing what you're going to get. It is kind of interesting how we predict this team that we're going to be facing in Hartford Athletic. Um, 
you know, I think we mentioned Prince Sadie, and he is really a fantastic shout. You know, it's it's a tough for a team that concedes as often as they do. And I do think this is a game that, you know, Rising should win, that they should be licking their chops for. You can't get lulled to sleep based on that from a goal scoring perspective. They do have some cohesive attackers on their team. They do. Uh, one guy that we'll mention, let's, let's toss him in now, Antoine Hoppenau. I know he's a guy that you're quite familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, he was in Reno. You know, we were both in Reno for a handful uh, of years. You know, one guy was playing on pitch and one guy, you know, wasn't. We're not going to say who was who. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a pitch in Reno either. It was also that, that, well, it's a, 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 you know, it was there was grass it was there was grass there was was some other uh, i wouldn't call it a football pitch there was only there's you know some other things maybe a diamond uh, you know an infield in the way um no but on the real he was a player who when he was in reno very much was not a not a number nine per se but almost in a way kind of the i guess a hybrid false nine number 10 of a guy who he got the ball often he kept the attack going through him he won you know a, a couple oh gosh there's an infamous call of where uh you know uh, you know good people baseball announcers they called it a walk-off where he literally scored a goal um at the death um it was quite the call it was i definitely remember you know that goal vividly but regardless um he's a player who he rises he has risen to the occasion and really this point in his career he really is that facilitating type of playmaker puts the ball in crosses it in you know he hasn't really scored uh you know at will this season but he definitely is that dangerous a type of attacking threat and he's a guy who he can link up play i think that's something where especially when you have a speed and especially where you have prince sadie who a guy who can threaten behind that's going to be very telling i will say the one thing about antoine hobno I-, I thought he was a very nice guy i had no problem with him but my word it, for those who know if you remember the clip against, um, oh gosh, when they were uh, uh, St. Louis uh, City back in 2018, oh my word, the infamous uh, double com- meeting coming to the heads and double flop is absolutely iconic. I will have to share it later when I can find it on Twitter, but it is like, it is legendary. Uh, but yes, what a, what a guy. What a guy. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> he currently has the second most chances created on that team oh, with yeah, yeah. 10. First place was 12. Mm. Uh, which is who? Who do you think? Who do you think leads that team in chances created? Oh boy! Yeah, I've taken it away from you. you oh, yeah. Well, now that I know, go ahead. Go who ahead, do you think it you? might be? I mean, who it might be? Mm. Who do you think it might be? It's Prince Sadie. We've already spoken about him. Oh, I thought you were. Well, I thought you were teasing me about no. another player. Okay. No, I'm not teasing you about another player. Oh, we, okay. Well, we've already I'm talked about him. Oh, I know, oh, but okay. I just thought that I'd make the point that there's an, another. Oh, okay. One there, I mean, someone else. I mean, if you want to t- talk about anyone else, defender-wise, you got Nar Logue. Yeah. Who's uh, very good in the air. I mean, this is a guy who, when you actually look at his aerial duel statistics, um, 17 aerial duels. He's won 14 of them. Mm. okay 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 that's fair well where where do we see rising you know trying to break this team down right like we say we we keep mentioning that they've given up goals second most in the league where do we think they are going to be vulnerable where do you think they're going to be vulnerable yeah Mm. 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 probably conceding goals i mean they have all year well yeah (laughs) Oh boy. Well, okay. We can actually get a bit more specifically of where in the pitch they're going to be 
um, you know, a bit more, Attacking. a bit more vulnerable. Well, seeing the attack, this actually leads into it. Uh, we do have a graphic of showcasing their attacking thirds against Birmingham Legion. Right, this was their to give reference. While this wasn't their last match, this was their last away match, and I think it also is good for clarity that you know Rising has also played. Birmingham Legion, so it gives a bit of continuity there. But all that being said, they really like to attack down the wings, attack down the side, specifically on that right-hand side. You know, especially, uh, you know, regardless who Rising rolls with, they know, you know, we know that Rising very much emphasizes their wingbacks, and that's going to be very telling where if we know that's how Hartford is going down those channels, it's going to be a point of emphasis that A, those wingbacks are going to have to put in a shift get forward, get back, but then also that area can be exposed, a very good opportunity for countering. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Um, but that was somewhere, I mean, you looked at that and they were quite heavy on the on the right-hand side, JC Cedeno mm -hmm. on that side as well. He actually scored in that game um, against Legion. So, yeah, I think they, they could well attack down that way more. Um, but when you look at other things as well, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting one. The midfield's a little bit different setup. Mm -hmm. They still do still play with that kind of back three almost. Um, so it's interesting. Um, it's they've definitely got a way. Of, they can keep those numbers back if they wanted. Um, mm. But I, I don't know. Don't think they'll play that. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I mean, also let's let's take a look at the at the goals they scored against. Birmingham Legion because again you know it, it kind of illustrates they do like to play right in a bit of these half spaces you know you see the first one look how quick both of these goals it were, is though. it's a it's a couple of passes the middle bang 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 and then you know a little bit of dribbling boom shoot again you see that on on the left hand one ball played out from the keeper couple a little bit of build up in the middle a little bit of dribbling again that's where the speed comes in goals in the back of the net second goal on the right hand side you know again in um Looks to be, oh gosh, it uh, doesn't look like an interception necessarily. Uh, that free kick taken, thank you. Little bit of pass to him, pass to um, in the midfield. And then my word, they're just going. Like again, these are what, five pass sequences? The second one especially coming from a free kick. Like that's, first one coming from a goal kick, second one coming from a free kick. These are things where Rising has to be careful, especially against a team who has pace, who likes to kind of lull you to sleep in the midfield and then go from there. Yeah. It happens quick. It does. It does. It does. Mm. Well, I'm we talking about the other one to watch, though, here, which isn't a Hartford player. Well, OK, yes, you, you did like to cue. You did like to cue this up. I'll let you go ahead. Take from here. Let's talk about J.J. Belinsky. <laughs> J.J. Belinsky will have the whistle for the game tomorrow. It will be his first USL Championship game since 2021. Mm -hmm. 2021, he made an error that was so bad that USL, in conjunction with PRO and the IFAB, uh, turn around and said, we're going to replay the game from the 67th minute. Mm -hmm. um, in that game, what happened? It was a free kick, kind of passed to another defender. Defender then passes it backwards. Mm -hmm. Keeper completely misses it, ends up in the net. It gives a corner kick, mm -hmm. uh, which would actually be in the correct call if it had gone directly back from the free kick. You can't score an own goal on the free kick. You know that, Max? <laughs> you can't score an own goal from a free kick. Did you know that? Uh, of, course, of course. You definitely didn't, did no, you? I'm not, no, I'm not no. rough, bro. It would result in the corner mm. if that was to be the case. Um, mm. What they effectively dumped him. He didn't referee any professional games last year. Mm. Um, and he came back this year. He's done a few games in League One, Next Pro, a couple of Open Cup games. And now he's back in the championship. Um, Sorry, did you say he literally made a mistake so bad <laughs> that they had to replay a game? Part of it. Part of it. 
They they flew the team back down from Pittsburgh and restarted from the moment of the error. <laughs> Bro, you should never see a field again oh, no. if that's the case. That's a tough. That's a tough one. Uh, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a, it's bad. Yeah, they they flew a team down there to play a twenty-five minute game from Pittsburgh to Miami. Aye, aye, aye. And the both teams agreed. Like, if you're the team that got screwed over by the call, like they were, they were the ones complaining. Big right. Time so, the so the, the other one, like you're agreed. like this sucks. That's yeah. wild. Sorry, that was just baffling. No, no, no. That's uh, I kind of just like process yeah. that, and that really is um. That's pretty epic. Like how much of a collapse? I mean, honestly, like that that takes talent for that much of a uh, uh, calamitous situation. My word, it does. It does. And My I word. Mean, there's, a, there's a whole lot of discussion that went all around that time. Pro, I was um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say this: he, in the professional games that he's been working this year, he's had a lower five that actually came in midweek. He mm. refereed the Open Cup game between Inter Miami and Charleston, mm-hmm. um, and a high of eleven cards to average out at just over eight cards a game are you saying he you likes know, he, his he, cards. hearing that he likes, he likes cards. his cards he likes cards rising likes to, to get receive cards, cards. Yep. it's almost like you're saying that rising is going to get through this match completely scot-free with zero cards absolutely is what, I, is what i'm hearing no no no, no. oh absolutely i not. misinterpret that completely yeah. oh boy uh oh gosh okay I, uh, quick quick uh quick snap decision again on the spot how many cards does rising get this match six Six, yeah. Okay, okay. Chad, let us know uh, uh, more, or le- more or less, or at six. Uh, you know, please, please let us know as we're going forward. But no, it's I gonna- will add in here. Actually, yes. there's one more bit yes. of insight into of the referee. Course. He he he's also from Florida. So if you wanted to refer to him as Florida man in the context of all of the utterly calamitous era, I do like that. You could actually do so. I I do I, I do like Florida man. That's well, I don't like Florida man. I like referring to him as. Florida, man. Uh, you know, that could be a decisive moment in this match. But, you know, going up to uh, <laughs> Bendito's Bluebirds comment, uh, you know, who will create the chances for rising on Saturday? That's to which, Belinsky, no. to, um, to, which, to which Mike replies, oh, our center back or center defensive mid, uh, you know, they have seemed to create quite a bit of chances so far. But... Uh, is there an X factor? Is there an X factor that we haven't seen that maybe you can play a bigger role? Do we think it's me? Fede, we haven't seen Fede step up in a league yeah, yeah. game this yeah. year. Yeah. He's got the capability. He's got the ability. We've seen it in preseason. We've seen from his pedigree of the clubs that he's played for coming into here that he is capable, capable of being a creative player, uh, of doing those kind of things. He hasn't shown it yet. He yeah. needs to step up. He really, really needs to step up in this system because if you've got Fede Varela playing with the ability that we believe that he has, mm-hmm. then you have a completely different looking Phoenix Rising team. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like you hope, naturally, your crew and a squad is going to be playing better at home. We've seen this in the past for Rising over the course of the season, and it's not just in the scoreline. It's even reflective in the attacking effort at times it's can they create a sustained performance where it doesn't wait until you know the second half or even the 30th minute to actually get something going and then after you have that first goal or that first genuine chance or whatever keep going after it because we've seen it either takes too long to get going or the team puts in a goal or two like we saw against Loudon, and then a very unfortunate own goal right before half and then suddenly you open the second half it's just stifled again like we hope 
getting at home and going back to the crowd, going back to the South End, this will help to shake things up to really galvanize them for this match. You would hope so, you'd hope so, but it galvanizes them in the right way. It doesn't get them up for this game too much. It doesn't get them in a, in a position whereby they are going to make silly mistakes and get themselves into trouble. Because again, with this referee, you can't afford to get into trouble. And that's actually, yeah. before we forget now, we did actually hear a little bit from Juan about the issue yes. of dealing with discipline uh, and the team. Let's have a listen mm -hmm. to that. I agree with you. Discipline's been an issue. We've we've addressed it, and I hope that we don't see that ever again. Uh, we must understand who we're representing and and the way we want to do things. And this is definitely not the way that that we want to do things. And and the boys understand that. And and hopefully it's not going to repeat again. For us, it, it doesn't matter who the referee is. We have to make sure that that we're solid and and that we do a good job and that we're disciplined in every single match so yes according this referee for us it doesn't make a difference we just have to make sure that we're disciplined and and that we follow the game plan and that we don't get unnecessary yellow cards or or red cards we want to finish the game with 11 men and we have to make sure that we put together a strong performance at least to a good result at home i mean I, when, a, when, a, when a manager has to say finishing the game with 11 players that <laughs> it speaks volumes and i'm gosh i really hope yeah. it's not mikey's comment of over 10 cards in the first half i yeah man let's let's hope it's not that <laughs> i'd hope not i'd hope not oh yeah 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 um i mean it is the balance it is a fine line especially when you're at home and again it seems like the discipline has been certainly better when they are at home of you want to get up this game you want to get jacked especially against the team you lick your chops and really go after it but I mean, yeah, man, like you can't go, you can't go nuts. And what, what was it now? Three reds in four matches. That's, yep. that's crazy. Like that's, that's, that's an absurd amount of form. That's nuts. That's nuts. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're smiling on the camera. Yeah. Is this a sigh? Gritting your teeth? I got you. I got you. Well, man, hopefully it uh, improves. It's something that the team doesn't have to dwell on. Uh, I don't want you to grit your teeth because if you're gritting your teeth, you won't be able to enjoy a Circle K Polar Pop, baby. That's right. You need an open I mouth hole for Jacob that one there. if you're enjoying Circle K. We love that. Circle K, they're hitting you with all of the good, good. And especially right now, if you text PHNX to 31310, you get... Bogo, that's buy one, get one free polar pops. You know what's better than one polar pop, Owen? Double the double the uh polar pops. Double double the refreshment. Double the refreshment. It's there we go. He let's finished go. the full because I wasn't on his way. Go. Went, but. We loved polar pops again. Super easy. If you haven't done our air done so, literally text PHNX to 31310 for BOGO Polar Pops. There's a lot of you in the chat. Why would you not want free polar pops? Do it now. Help me out. They're gonna look good. Um, and then also. We want to shout out our friends at Valley Taproom. We have played trivia with them every Tuesday at 6.30 is when they have it. We have played trivia uh, once before. Want to make a showing again. Uh, actually, uh, we'll, we'll get into this uh, a bit, but especially, uh, you know, we're going to be having uh, a free uh, Tuesday. Uh, you know, really next week. So it really depends. Uh, might be able to make that one. Do you think, buddy? Not sure. Not sure. Well, well, we'll keep you guys informed, but he'll be there buying beers. I will, you know, uh, shoot, you know, if you guys come out, maybe I'll buy you beer. Maybe do not clip that. Um, but yes, we love our friends at Valley Taproom, all kinds of the good stuff. Again, check them out at Valley Taproom on Instagram and visit them in person off of the 202 and Gilbert for all the delicious things they have going on. All right, buddy. Uh, we actually did not get to this 
in the last segment. What do you have for a score prediction? Score. Chat, please, prediction. chat, please, uh, by the way, chime in as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 2-1 to Phoenix. 2-1 Phoenix. Uh, interesting. Um, do you have... Do you have like, is it going to be like a, a nervy, you know, two goal scored? Are they going to hold the, are they just going to score early and then, you know, kind of hold on to it? Is it going to be a late winner? What do you think? You got, you got that? 2-0 uh, up and they'll concede one. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to go 2-0 and then they won't concede one. It's going to be 2-0. It's going to be a 2-0. It's a dominant performance. I'm going to see a clean sheet. Take it to the bank. Uh, again, my track record. Pretty darn good right now. Um... But yeah, uh, that's what I got to know. Chat again. Chat, I'm not seeing. It. There we go. There we go. The chat three one says Mikey. People okay. Are, people are confident. BJ three one. Okay. Okay. I like. Okay. I mean, you think we've seen a Loudon performance uh, apparently of a repeat on that three Reese three two. Oh, whatever Max says, we all put bets on. If Matt, oh shoot, nope. I, I you had me yes. in the first half. Yes. You had me in the first half. Not gonna lie. Okay, a one nil rising win. I like that. One respectable. Says goalie man power. Okay, Andrew Baker two one. Rising, okay. Bandito Blue going for chaos. Three two rising. Artiago with the hat trick and rising down to ten men. Sounds about right. My word. Sounds um, about right. Really so they go three nil up. I'm guessing, and then Carlos <laughs> Harvey gets sent off, and it's backs to the wall. Wait, what? It, conceding well, two. What it, no, 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 no. We gotta have someone. We that. have someone new. It'll be uh, it'll be Artiaga. He does the double celebration. The second one gets him the yellow car. The second yellow. Boom. He's off after scoring the hat trick, and then they're down to ten men. It's the full crescendo. He's doing a Jackson Conway. Too soon. Um, no, no, no. As no, in, like, I know. I know you're talking about that one uh, when he was with Atlanta United, but also just too soon in general because of the last red card. It Jackson still hurts. Conway Fight Club. We don't talk about Elbow fight. Club. We don't talk about Fight Well, if, what? What's That's that? the first rule of Fight Club. That's He's what I'm saying. You don't talk about game. it. No, you don't talk. We, we don't need That's your. It's, no, no, we're not being is. literal with your refereeing, sir. We're talking about the move. We don't talk. What's the first rule of Fight Club? Anyone? It's Jackson Conway's Fight Club. No, God. it's Jackson Conway's. Chat, help club. us out here. We all know the first rule of Fight Club. Jacob referenced it without referencing it. That's it. We don't need to talk about it anymore. As I Jackson hit the Jackson Conway's Fight Club. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, it's gonna be a very nervy one. We have our scores locked in for Saturday's match, but this is not the only match to watch. There's some other juicy ones on the USL Championship slate. And, you know, I'm not in the business necessarily of uh, picking games of the week, but if I had to, I actually did have one that caught my eye, and again, unconventional, but give me Charleston-San Antonio. Interesting. San Antonio on the road. Charleston, you know, they've had a, a weird season, as they all, as apparently everyone in the USL has, but, like, I want to really want to test... I, I don't need to test the legitness of San Antonio. I want to see what their performance is on the road, sure. But, like, this is a good test for Charleston. I want to see how it holds up. And, again, kind of bolster that rising uh, performance way. I think it's the opposite way, though, here. Because San Antonio, in their last game, got their their first win in five, okay, Mm -hmm. in the league. Mm -hmm. They've had a rough run of form. Yes, they turned it around, but they were playing a Las Vegas Lights team. They were playing their second game in three days. It was like old-school USL, right? Mm -hmm. Okay? They play Friday, Sunday. That's just... Uh, uncivilized i'm sorry no no one does that no one does that in this sport anymore um charleston have well and truly run away with the eastern conference the way they're they're 
they're playing over there. I mean, you look at it. I mean, they're two points ahead of Legion, but have a game in hand over Legion mm. in second. Pittsburgh Birmingham that, that Michael Van Pass is, that's is a good one. checking out there. I think that's a good game as well. That's actually the two only two USL Championship sides that are left in the US Open Cup, and they are meeting in Pittsburgh Ooh, this weekend. So yeah, I, I feel as though look, I, I'm I'm excited to see those two teams match it up. I'm intrigued what's going to happen there. I'm intrigued what's going to happen with both these two teams. As they move on in the Open Cup, actually, both of them were drawn at home. Mm. Uh, Birmingham Legion will also host their quarterfinal, should it get there. Um, as people continue to fight in the chat, apparently. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, what else we got coming in the West here, oh, yeah, Max, yeah, yeah. that you're looking for? Uh, it's, I mean... Uh, There's really not a lot to maybe grab the Yeah, eye, I mean, is this there? is, again, this might be a stretch... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just like I want to see how loyal keep doing, especially seeing if like if they've also had a super weird season. See if their medals tested loyal versus RGV. A again, I'm kind of grasping at straws here, but like I just I want to see how that consistency builds for them. You know, I'd actually say that I think one of the games that I'm looking at here is Colorado Springs traveling away to Memphis. You mm. look at Memphis, you look at the fact that they have not lost in the league in April, mm. actually. Um, they didn't lose on the weekend either. Now, they lost in the cup in midweek, of course, but it's the cup, it's midweek, it's weird, it's different. Um, I'd be intrigued to see quite how they do because Colorado Springs have taken us by surprise. We were not expecting Colorado Springs to ultimately go out there and, and challenge in the West in the way that they have, in mm -hmm. the way that they have, have managed to do so. But they have done, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Can they keep that going? Now, Memphis, of course, struggled early on. They've picked it up since. We'll see. We shall see. No, it's... Gurley Man Pat here. MLS against Lyon. Most interesting matchup. They're getting ready for a fight. Fight, 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 fight. Oh, man. Agent of chaos, this one. No, it's... San Diego is going to be an interesting one. When that, If that announcement comes, which we are, of course, expecting, the reporting out of San Diego is indeed that they will get an MLS team. Uh, San Diego Loyal putting out their statements. They are going nowhere. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the issue of that American football has in the in just a kind of a perfect example of that. Really, it's it's hard to really put your finger on how you fix this. I don't know. Ah, uh, you know, it's man. Uh, let's okay. Well, th and honestly, this is something where like we can probably do a very, oh, we very, hours very deep dive on this. You know, I'll, rumor I'll, has it that if you come to Valley Tapper and Max will buy the beers and we'll sit there for hours and talk about it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would I would not mind at all having a nice, uh, nice discussion on it. But uh, no, this, you know, the, my I guess my two cents on this one is. We understand, right? It's shocker. The MLS, this is a money-driven move wanting to bring in, you know, the billionaire owners who are going to be backing this and really bolstering it that way. Now, the feel-good story, I, I suppose, would be, hey, you have a existing community. You're able to take them up. You're able to um, roll with something that's already been entrenched rather than already creating competition, I guess, within the local USL community. We have seen this go 
both ways before with MLS and if there's a USL club, whether that's bringing the USL club up or essentially with uh, with the same ownership, different ownership, whatever, whether it's having an MLS and a USL club exist in the same uh, you know, city, region, it's a very complicated one. I guess the thing that comes down to me is it's just like, you know, Loyal put out a statement. We are going to see how this goes. It's just too early to tell with everything, but it's just... I don't know, man. This is something where uh, we all have a soft spot for this league and just how things go on. And goodness gracious, it's kind of tough. It's just got. It's just tough to see these things sometimes. I have to see. I mean, it's. Yeah. I I know I tweeted about this last week. I, I stand by my comments I made there, which is that it's not necessarily a good thing for the longevity of the sports. But what people in San Diego might think, talking about things about how, um, you know, uh, you've got. All this stuff going on with, yeah, you want to get a top flight team in. You want to make sure that, oh, that's good for the local, uh, the sports scene locally and all of that. I don't think it's good, though, for the sports scene in terms of creating a particularly uh, thriving second, third division kind of setup when you're you're looking at uh, pretty much these teams existing to continue you know building community only for others to swoop in and billionaires swoop in as yeah. soon as you've kind of built it there um and that that that's not to me conducive to building a a good second or third division which is important no i i completely agree man like it's you know the the altruistic sense if we're looking to put a positive spin on this is at the end of the day everyone is trying to build community and you know grow soccer in this country and like i i do believe that whether you agree with mls's approach whether you are happy sad about it whatever there is that that is a genuine thing however we all know that it's certainly by no means the only thing and it's probably you could even probably make the argument it's not even the leading thing like this is a money driven move it's gonna very much benefit the ownership there's gonna be many happy fans about it there's gonna be very upset fans about it um I guess it's just something that especially it's, it's uh, in the neighboring state. It's something where it's just, I don't know, man, it, we're, this won't be the first time we see something like this. Most likely won't be the last, um, whether it's, you know, and this is just something that's happening in this country. This is going to be happening like different things all on a global perspective. But uh, ooh, as I hit the microphone, but it's tough. It's just a, it's just a weird thing to watch, I guess. That's where it I keep is. coming back to. It is. It is. Man. Well, uh, like I said, I can keep going about this. We can all keep going about this. Um Let's have yeah, we'll have a beer about it at uh, sometime at uh, the tap room or at the game. His true thoughts about Don Garber. <laughs> they want to hear your true thoughts, my guy. Um, uh, no, I appreciate you guys joining. I do want to shout out. We do have a lot of great events going on, especially within our PHX family. We do have the Keeping It 100 Golf Tournament presented by Pins and Aces and Big Drive Energy coming up. That's May 26, Friday, May 26, in the morning. Scramble format, you get exclusive Pins and Aces polo at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. There's a link in the show notes to register. Thank you to all of our partners. You guys literally getting an individual or a foursome ticket. They are, you're going to be walking away with a free polo, free drinks, free water, free booze, free food, free snacks, free giveaways, free prizes, free goodie bags. Literally all this stuff. Free. Free. Literally all these amazing things. Again, check us out in the show notes. It's the morning of Friday, May 26th. Join me as literally we start the booze train in the morning and then we carry that on into Rising's match 
against He's Las Vegas Lights later that evening. I won't be a mess. When am I a mess? When am I a mess? Come on, me. Whenever you have to do an ad transition. Uh, you love them. No, you I really love them. No, but uh, check that out. Always have great stuff coming up. We appreciate you guys joining us. Um, Mr. Owen Evans, before we sign off, is there anything else we missed for the people? You want to give a message to the people? Yeah. It's okay, everyone. Spurs are still bad. Spurs? No, what? Yeah, they are. No, no, no. We have a we have a great match against Aston Villa. We are gunning for the Europa League. And maybe the Europa Conference You're going League. Going for the Europa Conference League. Yeah, baby. Whoa, big time, man. Yeah, baby. How dare you? Well, we appreciate you guys joining us in the chat again. You can follow. So, Villa could actually. Uh, no, just stop it. Stop it. Don't. They could actually no, leapfrog no, you there. No, 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 no. We're not. No, no, no leapfrogging. There ain't no poga sticking here. Uh, yeah, all, Mikey, all love. Well, easy, easy for you to say, buddy. You're in fourth place for now. But hey, thank you guys for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore underscore rising because double the underscore double the fun double the fun you can follow this guy at OJ Evans 18 on Twitter you can follow me at Max David Simpson you can follow producer Jacob at Jacob Franklin Frank I forgot Jacob underscore Franklin I knew it uh, yeah Jacob underscore Franklin on Twitter and until we catch you guys Saturday post match what, what are you looking at me for? What? You still got it wrong. <laughs> what did you say? Jacob underscore Franklin four. I did say Ad four. Can't I can't advertise. Four. Ah, okay. He uh, forgot the four. He did. We're, yeah, he can't even advertise uh, yeah, people's yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. Well. We're, we're, Ad we're, man, you are less We're landing the plane. We're putting the plane in the garage. I'm over this. We will see you guys. Planes don't park in garages, Max. They're in a hangar. That's the it's same. The hangar. It's oh, not okay. the same it's the, thing. Land the damn plane. <laughs> it's the garage of the sky. We'll, we'll see you guys. in Washington on Saturday where they will be landing planes next <laughs> <door>. <laughs> Nice transition later. <laughs>